Well, welcome to our weekly podcast. I'm so excited today in particular, always excited about the podcast, but today I have my lovely wife from 1975. We have been married, and what a great journey it has been. You know, since starting in the ministry in the early 80s, Janice and I have pastored for well over 30 years. We started Safe Harbor International Network of Ministers, Journey School of Ministry, and GraceChannel.com. And we're so excited about these avenues to get the gospel out. And I'd encourage you to share these podcasts with your friends. Tell them where it's, uh, where it's at and how they can get to it. And it'll be a, hopefully a tremendous blessing uh, to them. But today, I'm excited not only because Janice is with me, but because of our subject. We're going to be talking about favor, the favor of God. And it's one of Janice's many favorite subjects, but I think it's right in the top two or three. Oh, for sure. Hey, y'all. Thank you, Alan, for having me on today. And yes, favor is one of my absolute favorite uh, subjects because, you know what, I can look back through the years of my life and I just see such tremendous favor that has been poured out on my life. And even to this day, I still experience great, great favor. And you know what, I expect great, great favor throughout my my days. That's right. You know, um, I like to define favor... Uh, and it came out of Job twenty two twenty eight in the Amplified. It says, "You shall decide and decree a thing, and it shall be established. Whatever you decide and decree, it shall be established for you, not by you. And the light of God's favor will shine on your ways." And one of the definitions that I stumbled across years ago, Janice, was unseen advantage. Mm-hmm. And I remember years ago we were doing a conference together. You were speaking, and you were speaking on favor. And I'd never heard this, never saw this. But in your teaching that day, you, you know, you uncovered the fact that that one of the things that grace, I mean, excuse me, favor means is the same word as grace, mm-hmm. which is God's ability. Now think about that. The light of God's favor, his ability will shine on your ways. Right. You know, many, many years ago, I remember reading in Luke 2 where it said that Jesus increased or grew in favor with God and man. And I remember when I read that, I just stopped and just sat there for a minute, and I thought, you know what, if that was a need of Jesus's, Mm -hmm. if that was necessary for Jesus to grow in favor with God and man, then I certainly have that same need and that same necessity. So, you know, throughout my life, it has been a pursuit that I would experience favor from God and favor from man. And y'all, I have. So many, many times there has been an advantage given to me that I should not have experienced. It has only been a God thing. Mm -hmm. And I believe one of the reasons for that has been that I have expected that. I have uh, built an expectation in my heart that... In all situations, that if the odds are stacked against me, then I've just got this expectation that, well, I'm going to come out on top. I'm going to be a winner. I also remember a story, um, I think it was in Acts, Acts, around Acts 2 or 3, where uh, Peter and John was going by the gate called Beautiful, and there was Mm -hmm. a man laying there that had been lame since birth, and it said that, you know, he it said that he looked upon them expecting mm-hmm. something from them. Yeah. 
And that's another verse. You know, there's certain scriptures throughout your life that attaches to your heart immediately. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling y'all, when that happens, you need to you need to make that connection. You need to make that a life scripture because God is doing something. You know, you know, we read scriptures all the time, but when there is one that reaches out and grabs your attention and grabs your heart, there's a reason for that. So that attached to me also. So I said, okay, he's expecting something from them. So I realized then, you know what? I should continually expect something from my generous, extravagantly in love with me father. So I have built that expectation, whether it's in a church service or whether it's shopping or whether it's um, needing a good parking place, whatever it is, I'm continually expecting the favor of God to be working for me, to be given to me. And not just uh, God, but for of man. I expect a man to grant me great favor also. You're talking about parking, James. I remember when you first, years and years ago, started talking about Prince's parking. And honestly, I thought this is one of her another wild tangents, and and uh, and but I noticed like if I was with you, particularly if you were driving, that which is most of the time, uh, almost always, at least nine times out of ten, you know, you would get a spot up front, and though through the years I kind of stopped making fun of it in my heart, you know, laughing right. at you because I saw it time and time and time again that she expects to get Prince's parking. Where would the Prince's park? Not in the back 40. And, you know, nothing wrong with parking in the back 40. Good exercise, but, you know, in, in the wintertime, the summertime, and elements of, of the weather, you don't, you don't want to do that. But I've, I've seen that work, and that would be like a kind of a small thing. Right, but, you know, it, it's even turned into a joke now that when Alan's driving, we call it Prince parking. Because, you know, I, I just work it for him, too. So, so, you know, it's just like, you know, God, the weather is terrible. I do not want to take groceries a country mile. I just need princess parking. Well, you know what? A princess would have the very best spots. And besides handicapped parking, there are good spots. Mm-hmm. So I just... And, you know, I started doing this when Lori was young, and and um, I would say, Lori, we need Princess Parking today, so let's just ask Jesus for Princess Parking. So, and I'm telling you time and time again, now, it's not always, there's always somebody that did not leave when they were supposed to, <laughs> and uh, missed the opportunity to let me help Princess Parking, but but uh, so many times, I remember one time in particular, I had done a, a ladies' meeting, and there was a group of us women, and I had talked about Princess Parking, I talked about the favor of God, and and, um, you know, expecting it. And so after that particular meeting, a group of us went out to eat. If you hear crackling, that is my puppy under my feet eating her bone. So it mm. irritates Alan. But, no, I just you know. love it. Um, but anyway, so um, so I had shared with them about expecting favor and Princess Parking and stuff. So we were going to this uh, chain restaurant in a mall, and, and the weather wasn't great. So, you know, we were like in three cars loaded up, and... So uh, my car, yeah, we pray for Princess Parking, and so we get into the restaurant, we sit down, and each group of women was so excited, saying, we got Princess Parking, we got Princess Parking. So we were just like... I guess that's why we we, we don't ever get, we that don't practice that, 
don't get to park in places up front. That's exactly right. You, you know, me. you build a level of expectation. I can't tell you um, how important that is to live your days expecting good, expecting, you know, that God is going to favor you. He's going to bless you in all times, you know, and especially if you're in a, if you're going to church, go into that service oh, yeah. with your Absolutely. expectations way high. You know, years and years ago, Anne, you probably remember it was one of the first churches we pastored. We were having a guest speaker in, and we knew his testimony, and I knew what a blessing he was going to be to so many of our congregants that day. And I was so excited because I knew, you know, what a gift he was going to be to our people. Well, little did I know that God had such a blessing for Alan and I that day. You know, at that particular time, we did not have a pot to pee in. You know, if you've always had <laughs> indoor plumbing, you don't understand yeah, that phrase. Yeah, but yeah. there was a time in our my early years of growing up that we actually peed in pots. Oh, I did too. Absolutely. <laughs> so, so that's what that means. You don't have a pot to pee in. That You're pretty broke at that point. Well, anyway, in a roundabout way, Alan and I were tremendously blessed in that service that day. And, you know, not expecting it, no, nothing that we did. The Lord orchestrated the whole thing. And I have never forgotten that, that I went into that service that day expecting blessings for our people, expecting them to leave just so, so full. Little did I, I didn't give Alan and I any, any attention as to what we were going to leave with, but we left so tremendously blessed. That taught me a lifetime mm. lesson mm. that I go expecting something for my heart first. Mm. I can't give unless I've received, you know, so I expect God to continually to pour out his favor on me, and then I can be a favor giver. I can be one of those people that helps other people to receive favor from man. I can give my favor to another person. And, and, and you totally believe, totally believe, I've seen, I've seen you not just talk about it, but drive your emotions you know, from from the favor standpoint, and you take that word a little bit further, and you're totally convinced that you're God's favorite. I'm totally convinced because of the way he lavishes his love on me, the things that he does for me, I'm telling you. And you know what? I know y'all all have a story to tell, too. You do. You mm -hmm. may not and have... And need to tell it. You may not have recalled, and you may not have even connected that God was the actual contributor of that blessing that you've enjoyed. But let me tell you something. If you will sit down and connect the dots, you will realize just how favored you are. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I feel like I'm God's favorite kid all the time. You don't know how many times I've called Alan and I, I will say, he'll say hello. I'll go, I told you I'm, not, I'm God's favorite. And I'll start telling him something that God did for me that makes me feel that way. And you know what? The honest truth is you are his favorite, too. Yeah. He did this for for the world, but he did it for individuals. Yeah. He Jesus died individually. He died for me personally. So that makes me his favorite. That makes me in a position that I can expect all the good things from the open heaven that Jesus provided for me. And it's the same thing for you. You need to go around all the days of your life expecting great things from God, expecting favor to be poured out on your life, and feeling like that you're the most important thing on his agenda today. And you are. That's exactly right. 
That's what? good, y'all. That's really good. <laughs> you know, I was thinking about, I meant to say it a while ago, and I, and I, I didn't, didn't say this, when you were talking uh, about, you know, expecting in a church service, you know, expecting to get something. You know, Jesus said the thought and, and the degree of attention you give to the truth you hear is the determining factor mm-hmm. of what you're going to get out of it. Right. And it's no wonder we get so little out of life. I mean, good, you know, for most people. It's because they don't expect good. Right. You know, that's, there's scripture in Proverbs that says, is it Proverbs 19, 17, 17, 19? Some, anyway, it's in Proverbs. It says that a person who, and the King James says, has a froward heart, which means crooked, finds no good. Right. And, and not only do they not find good in other people, but they don't find good in life. Right. Because they have a, they have a crooked belief system. That's exactly right. That was probably instilled maybe in you or in us as children. But you know what? You can grow past it. That's right. You know, you don't, you don't have to live uh, the way you grew up. I think it was, was it John Maxwell that said, you know, we may be the way we are because what other people did to us. Mm-hmm. But we stay that way by choice because... The greater one really does live inside us, you know. So I've I've seen you, Janice, operate uh, with favor. You know, uh, uh, you're a living testimony of it to me. Uh, so many things, but there's one story I want you to tell, um, and, and that is about the dining room seat. You know, we were, we were buying a house, and uh, and and let me say, when she go she's going to tell you a, a little short story here about the, the favor favor with God and man. Uh, and she's going to tell you a story here about something that somebody did for us, primarily for her, because of her faith. Um, and she didn't use what I call mooch faith. In other words, mooch faith is you drop hints about something you need to people that you know can meet that need. Mm-hmm. I've seen that happen with people, a group of people be hanging around at the church talking about, where are we going to go eat today? Where are we going to eat? And I, I remember one time, in, particularly in this situation in Florida, one guy said, well, my wife and I would like to go, and uh, we just don't have the money this week. And and then somebody generously, you know, said, oh, come on, and I'll buy or whatever. And then they called it the blessing of God. No, that, that's mooch faith. You know, and anyway, but so when, when she tells this story, it was not that she dropped hints you know, we never drop hints about things that we've needed. And God has supplied, I mean, time and time and time and time again. Uh, and so this this story still, after all these years, gosh, that's been 25 years ago, probably. Probably. Yeah. And so th- this, it, to me, is one of, one of the greater examples that, that we have in our life of, of the favor of God. So we were just a few weeks short of moving into a new house, and we had a dining room suit. It was a hand-me-down dining room suit, but it was fine. I mean, it wasn't, I mean, it was okay. It wasn't in a bad way, and I mean, at that point, I had not even thought about looking for a dining room suit because we didn't have the money to get a dining room suit, and I mean, I hadn't even discussed ever even wanting one at that point. So, um... One night, a couple in our church, um, the the husband of the couple, this couple called me, and he said, um, Janice, and he called his wife's name, he said, we would like to bless y'all with a gift for your uh, new home. And so, you know, I'm thinking, uh, 
a plant, you know, something like that. <laughs> I said, oh, okay. I said, that's so nice. And he said, we would like to buy y'all a new dining room suit. So I'm like, uh, okay. And he <laughs> said, so the wife would be by to pick me up the next morning. Y'all go to Orlando, go to a few um Furniture stores, and he said, "Pick out what you want." He said, and, "I want and, you." And he didn't say it like this, but basically, he also said, "And we're not talking about going to knock off and discount places." Right. He said, "I want you to get something nice. I want you to get what you want." So, so we did. We went to you know like three or four different furniture stores. Was that kind of, well, let me ask you. I never have asked you this. Was that kind of awkward to know? To a certain extent, he's handed you a blank check. It was not awkward at all. It was <laughs> pure joy. It was like, oh my gosh, this is awesome. Yeah. So, well, so we went to like you know three or four stores. We found two at two different stores that I really liked. One was a good bit bigger. It was a a nice, Both of them were nice tables with six chairs and huge china cabinets. So, um, one was a good bit bigger than the other, and it was like eighteen hundred dollars more than the other. One. So when we departed that day, I told her, I said, I like either one of them. I said, you know, y'all just decide which one because either one of them is fine with me. I said, the big one may be too big, as a matter of fact. So I'm perfectly fine with the, the smaller of the two. So later that evening, he called me back. He said, I went back down there with her and we looked at both of them good. I wanted to check them out, make sure they were well made. He said, I think you would be happy with either one. I think that you they will last you a long, long time. He said, the thing is, one is $1,800 cheaper than the other one. He said, if you choose the cheaper one, then I'm going to give you the $1,800 for you to uh, <laughs> decorate your house with. So you get the dining room suit. Y'all. And $1,800. I mean, is this a... Is this a woman's dream? Is that, is that the reason you say, I'm his favorite? Oh, there you go. So <laughs> so I said, so, you know, I'm like, I'm going to take the, the smaller one because I really thought the smaller one would be better for us because the other one was, you know, so big. So he said, okay, he said, come by the house tomorrow and we'll give you the money. I go by the house. They hand me a bank envelope that had... Uh, $2,100 bills in $2,100 bills. $100 bills in $2,000. But they, did they, they had already paid for the dining Yes, and, and we got this beautiful new dining room suit. And, I mean, oh, it was just a dream come true. It was just total, total favor with something that I never, ever dreamed about. And, you know, as I look back over the entertaining that we did over the years with on that dining room table that, you know, the the pastors and their wives and the the uh, teenagers that our kids brought home, all the events that happened over that dining room table, you know, that couple had no idea, no idea. when they blessed us, the memories that would be made on that table, the blessing that would be provided on that table. They had no idea. You have no idea when you extend favor to someone, when you follow the leading of your heart, you have no idea. And I'm about to get choked up here because you know what? Favor can actually, it can change a person's life. Mm. It really, really can change the direction of a person's life. And so many times God wants to use us to carry favor into a person's life. And all it takes is a simple act of obedience. It might take some sacrifice. You know, sometimes when we feel a nudge to do something, we're having to give up something mm. 
that we really need or we really mm-hmm. want to hold on to. But I'm telling you, it's worth the sacrifice. Mm-hmm. It's worth knowing that you have been a blessing that a person has held on to. I mean, th- that couple, they have been a part of our life forever. They will always be a part of our life because they are they are written in our mm-hmm. life story. Yeah. They have wrote they wrote such tremendous favor on our heart and on our life. And they've carried favor to a level in my heart that I expected from then on. I've yeah. expected amazing events and amazing happenings from then on. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and so the favor that, you know, Janice has been talking about and, and is, like you said, Janice, it's, it's for everybody. It is and, for and, everyone. And, you know, but you, you know, no matter how powerful a truth is, if you don't believe it, this is no value to you. You know, and so this, what we've talked about today and we'll talk some more about it next week. It could be something that blesses you or frustrates you. What do you mean? Well, because you can hear truth, you know it's true, but if you don't believe it, you don't see it. But I think one of the keys, and we can go into a lot of depth with this next time, but, but uh, one of the one of the keys is doing what you said at the beginning. Start looking at the little things that happen. That's right. And and grow your expectation. Now, Janice's expectation is huge now because of the things that she's, um, you know, had happen, we've had happen. And, and and that's not because we're in ministry. That's right. You know, it's because we're his people. And he has provided it for everyone. He's no respecter of person. You know, uh, you know, we've had people say to us through the years, Janice, well, y'all just don't know how uh, normal people live and whatever that means. Yeah. And uh, we're definitely not normal, whatever that means. But... But you know what? It's the same for everybody. Jesus provided it for everybody. And before we stop here, we're going to stop here in just a minute. But before we do, Janice, I want want you to pray for people. As you open your heart, and Janice is going to pray for you, and you open your heart to start, first of all, start seeing how favored you are. And you start counting the little things, the big things, or whatever. Most time we got to start with the little things because we don't recognize, you know, every day, you know, the the, the favor of God that's on our lives. And 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 like I said, it doesn't work for us because we're in ministry. You know, it works for us because we believe it. God has graced you with favor. And so believe it. Experience it. Keep track of it. You know, write them down. Go back and look at them when you're discouraged and, and watch, what, watch what God can do. I want to pray over you right now. Father God, I thank you personally for you, the Jesus. great, great favor that I have experienced in my lifetime. Thank I you, thank Father. you, Father, that before this day is over, I'm going to experience mm-hmm. great favor from you. Father, I pray for the people that are listening to us today that... If they are sitting there thinking, well, I don't think I've ever experienced favor, Lord, open their Mm. eyes to see just how much you do favor them, how much you pour your favor upon them, how much man favors them, Lord. I pray that their expectation levels would grow, Lord, that they would fill their heart with hope and high expectation of good happening around them, Lord. We live in a troubled time, Father, but we know you are the greater one, and we are victorious in you, and Lord, that all good things 
things come from you. And Lord, we have every right to expect that good is coming our way. We have every right to expect that we will overcome, that we are victorious, and that we have good awaiting our doorsteps, Lord. Father, help us to open the doors of our life and to receive that good that awaits us, Jesus. I pray for every person that's here, that is watching us, that is listening to us, Lord, that you just bless them with great, great favor today, that they see something happen they haven't Mm. seen in a long time, and that joy fills their heart. And tomorrow, when they wake up, Mm -hmm. they are full of expectation for even greater things, Lord. I pray that every person that is hearing this, Father, feels your love surrounding them. Yes, Father. They just feel how much you care for them and how important you are. uh, They are to you, Lord. Mm. We love you. We celebrate you today, and we thank you for your tremendous love for us. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Well, we'll go further with this next week, but I want to encourage you, if you want to uh, see the video version of this, you can go to our YouTube channel, gracechannel.com, Pastor Alan Spiegel, and you can subscribe to our uh, video version of the podcast. But uh, expect great things. And I'm telling you, it's there. It's like the radio waves all inside of this uh, room right now. And where you are, we're just not hearing it because we don't have a receptor. We don't have something to receive it with. And so you've got a heart that's ready to receive. So again, see you next time. Thanks, honey. Thank you. Bye, y'all. Blessings.